0: The 2019 season is officially over, which means it's time to rank the top 25 players of the year, along with who we think will make the list next season. Also, in case you missed the news, we got you covered with your weekly headliners. Who makes the list and who doesn't? Find out now on Beyond the Blitz. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, ladies and gentlemen. The Blitz crew back at it, as always. Brandon Wells, Justin Rogers, with a very special episode of Beyond the Blitz. Justin, go ahead and uh, just give us our
1: headliners. Let's go with these headliners. The Falcons are considering parting ways with Devontae Freeman.
0: Oh, Lord, I hope they do. They're paying him way too much money to do absolutely nothing.
1: I think he can go to a better team than the Falcons and have a little bit more production for less money. The NFL reinstates Miles Garrett after an indefinite suspension. I don't
0: like this. Indefinite suspension should have been more than half of a year. The Browns are too excited to have him back. They need to take a step off that too there's too much negative publicity around this kid he should not be on the field for at least two seasons he needs to just take a break maybe join the sfl that that kind of thing is almost welcome there you know they're very gritty like that that's almost the lead for him i don't really know if he should play in the nfl anymore
1: i think he should play in the nfl and i think there is such thing as grace and there is such thing as mercy but there has to be at least another four to eight game suspension i mean it's an entire season why not suspend him half the last season and then half of this season yeah I think he should be suspended for a little bit longer than just half a season. Dave Tepper, the owner of the Panthers, says it's a matter of health when it comes to whether Cam Newton
0: will be a Panther next season. What do you think? Ugh, I've talked about Cam Newton a couple of times on this show. You would kind of know how I feel about it if you've been listening I don't think Cam Newton is the future for this franchise. He's not getting any younger. He's not getting any better. You haven't won a franchise with him yet. You're not going to. You have a new system, a new head coach coming in. You're going to have to make some changes, and that starts with the quarterback position. If Cam Newton is our starting quarterback next season, this is not a playoff team.
1: I agree with that because you have a really good quarterback class coming up and you have a high pick. A lot
0: of good quarterbacks.
1: Again, you have a new coach who wants to do whatever he wants right now. Why not trade up for Joe Burrow like you've been saying? (laughs) Hot take. Hot take. And Philip Rivers is officially parting ways with the Los Angeles Chargers.
0: You know, it's sad to see him go. He's definitely one of the great Chargers. He has deserved his legacy that's been submitted in both the San Diego and L.A. football, hopefully Hall of Fame for that city at least. This is a great kid, a great player. I think he has at least one or two more seasons in him. Hopefully he goes somewhere, maybe the Colts to play go play some good football maybe coach up a younger guy veterans coaching up rookies always a good thing
1: I think he could go somewhere where he'll get signed on like a two-year deal he even said that I want to play on a two-year deal yeah and if I don't play well the first season then there's no reason for me to come back he's very blunt very honest and he's fantastic for that yeah Taysom Hill says he wants to be a quarterback in the NFL and
0: he's willing to leave the Saints for it what do you think Where would he go? Where would he play? He hasn't proven himself at quarterback. You have wide receiver Muhammad Sanu, leaps and bounds, better passing stats than Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill's a great, great athlete. I just don't know how to judge his quarterback play because we never see him at the quarterback position. When Drew Brees went out, they didn't turn to Taysom Hill. They turned to Teddy. That's got to say something. Taysom Hill is an all-purpose player. That's what he was meant to be. He can cement his legacy as one of the greatest all-purpose players of all Mm -hmm. time. I don't like this. I don't like this.
1: I know Sean Payton's going to give him a chance, though. So if you're Taysom Hill, I would stay in New Orleans as long as possible yeah. because that's one of the only places you might get a chance. You might get a chance to be a backup somewhere else and then maybe get a chance later, but think about this. You're 29 years old. You're not going to have very much longer to compete for a starting job, and New Orleans is one of the only places you can do that. And the Redskins named Jennifer King as a full-year
0: coaching intern. What do you think about this? She's the first African-American female full-time coach in the NFL history. So congratulations to the Redskins. About a year ago today, we were saying the same thing with Tampa Bay when they did a similar Mm -hmm. thing hiring two full-time female coaches. They were white. So it's a a step when you're talking about diversity in a world that's trying to get more and more diverse and, you know, I'm not going to say anything more. I just want to see how she coaches and see how she can actually improve her team. One thing I have to say, this is awesome. I love this. I love how diverse the NFL is being. It's a
1: step up for the NFL. Now we're going to talk about the Bengals are working with Andy Dalton to
0: facilitate
1: a trade.
0: As they should. They know that they're not going to have Andy Dalton next season. Bengals know who their quarterback is in the future. Joe Burr is probably already working out in the Cincinnati facilities. Would not be surprised. Uh, Andy Dalton, just like Phillip Rivers, he can still play. Maybe not on a high-caliber level, but he can still play. He's a veteran. He's going to compete for an NFL job next year, wherever he goes. Definitely. And Jameis Winston got LASIK eye surgery. I wonder if this will actually help him see on the field or not. (laughs) I almost want to say this is an excuse for the way he played all season.
1: Yeah, I heard that he is nearsighted, according to my roommate, who is a huge Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. So he's a very nearsighted, one of the reasons why he got the LASIK eye surgery, so he can see farther down the field.
0: But I do see your point on maybe this is kind of an excuse for why he played badly. How are you gonna start a nearsighted quarterback and try to make him throw deep balls all the time? (laughs) Come on, man. And Lamar Houston retires from the NFL after eight seasons. Good player, eight seasons. uh, We were talked about a couple episodes ago about players retiring early. Here's another one, not one we would have brought up. He's not one of the big names in the NFL, but he's a fine player. Yeah, he's gotten eight-plus sacks for a couple of seasons, and he made a lot of money in free agency one year.
1: Yeah, pretty decent player. The XFL's first-ever game between the D.C. Defenders and Seattle Dragons drew an average audience of 3.3 million viewers during its ABC broadcast, according to... To ESPN, what do you think about the XFL?
0: So far, I am a fan. Color me purple, whatever that means. I don't know. I just made it up. But I like this whole XFL thing so far. Uh, DC defenders all the way to looking good. Finally, we have a DC team winning football games. (laughs) But... Yeah, no, I like this a lot. I hope that it keeps going. I hope that the ratings keep skyrocketing up. I'm definitely going to try to tune in some and help these ratings out a little bit. Well, of course I'm going to tune in. I'm a huge football fan, of course. Right. And, I, you know, I'd like to see where this goes. It gives a lot of players who maybe not have a chance at the NFL get their chance. So, you know, we'll see. And now we are going to talk about the top 25 players from 2019 here with my friend Brandon. So I have my top 25 2019 players. I sorted these in order from who I think will perform the most. These are the top 25 players in the NFL. No if ands, or buts. And after this, Justin will take over for, let's call it a way too early prediction on uh, next season's top 25. So let's get moving every five pits. We're going to give an honorable mention to someone who did not quite make the list, but we want to still shout out. So starting it off hot, we have Zadarius Smith, outside linebacker with the Green Bay Packers, anchoring a very much improved Packers defense that needed a player like him to step up. Kudos to him. He earned a spot. One of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Number 24, I want to show some punters the low. Tennessee Titans punter Brett Kern. Easily the best punter in the NFL. Undoubtedly probably won them the game in the playoffs against the Patriots, punting on the one-yard line, did that multiple times this season, converted a couple fourth-down conversions. He's an athlete. He's a kid that wants to play, and he's consistent, which is always good. And he's the reason Tennessee won nine games this season and got into the playoffs. Hashtag punters are people too. Hashtag punters are people too. Number 23, we have Steelers free safety, Minka Fitzpatrick. This is a kid that went in the middle of a season from a bad team to a decent team and had to learn a whole new scheme and ended up being the anchor head for the Steelers defense. And what wasn't as disappointing of a season as we thought the Steelers might have, and that's in large part due to one of the best defensive bats in football, Minka Fitzpatrick. Best trade of the 2019 season. At number 22, we have my only rookie on this list, and that's San Francisco 49ers edge rusher Nick Boza. Nick Boza was a player who came out and got the defensive rookie of the year award very well deserved came out and just destroyed it even in the Super Bowl if the 49ers won that Super Bowl this might be your Super Bowl MVP number 21 it sucks to have this guy so down low on the list but you know there's just a lot of really good players on the lead today and that's Texans wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins mm. this is a kid that has a 99 overall rating in Madden and doesn't even quite crap the top 20, but this is not bashing DeAndre Hopkins. Still one of the best players in football. Definitely the powerhouse of this Texans team that had some up-and-down moments this season, and DeAndre Hopkins was definitely a big part of the up moments. Just, sadly, I couldn't make him any higher than this for this particular season. He'll be back next year. Oh, yeah. Number 20, we have the Indianapolis Colts offensive guard, Quentin Nelson. And what I think is one of the, if not the best offensive lines in the NFL for the past one or two seasons, Quentin Nelson is the anchor head of this Colts' successful running game with Marlon Mack. You know they protected the new guy, Jacoby Percet, pretty well. Quentin Nelson is... Not just a good player, he's a good leader. My first honorable mention, it sucks, this guy didn't make the list. I love this kid, but just quite outside the bubble. Probably my number 26. That's Minnesota Vikings running back Dalvin Cook. This is an all-purpose player, elusive, fast, and strong. He sees the field, finds the end zone, and gets in. So shout out to Dalvin Cook. Sorry you didn't make the list. That is surprising that he did not
1: make your list. He had one of the best running back seasons we've seen in a long time, especially from someone
0: who's been hurt the past three seasons. And I've been very high on Dalvin Cook all year. I think he should have been the comeback player of the year. But, you know, just missed it. Still a great player. I'm not hating against him. He deserves some recognition. Number 19, we have San Francisco 49ers tight end George Kittle. George Kittle is an all-purpose tight end, and that's the best. He is fast, he's strong, he can catch, he has height, he has physique, and he can block. He can do it all. This kid is a monster, and he has a great personality. This is another kid that I loved watching in the Super Bowl, especially the mic'd up moments. He's a fun kid to watch and a powerhouse of a football player. Number 18, we have Cleveland Browns running back Nick Chubb. I was debating between him and Dalvin Cook for this list. I wanted both of them on this list, but Nick Chubb just had a great season. He was in the top three rushing yards all season long. Very sneaky player, too, and this kid deserves more recognition. He was probably the only good thing about the Cleveland's team this season. And so if you're going to walk away with anything if you're a Browns fan, it's that you have Nick Chubb, a complete stud at running back. At number 17, we have Buffalo Bills cornerback Tredavious White. I wanted to rank this kid higher, but uh, you know there's a lot of really good studs ahead of him. Tredavious White was the anchor head for a very very improved Buffalo Bills team, and Justin has been very high on them, thought they were going to win the East, fell just short. And this is the kid that led this team. He is the leader of this team, undoubtedly the best player on their unit, and he deserves some recognition, so he's at number 17. Hey, 2020, hashtag Bills win the East. Let's go. Well, I guess we'll see. (laughs) At number 16, we have another Pittsburgh Steeler, edge rusher T.J. Watt. He is officially the best Watt brother in the NFL. JJ's still my favorite, but TJ is an absolute monster. Disrupted quarterbacks in the backfield all season long. forced turnovers, drop-down, defended passes. Just a great player, great kid, and hopefully he moves even up higher on this list next season. At number 15, we have everyone's favorite State Farm executive Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers quarterback. This kid is a stud. This team went 13-3. and We always forget Aaron Rodgers is still one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the football game. Sadly, he can't be rates any higher than this just because there are a lot of other quarterbacks to play higher than him at this level, but he still had a great season despite everything that happened with the Packers. He came and he played football.
1: I'm surprised that he's on this list. In my opinion, I think that defense kind of outshined Aaron Rodgers at points but happy he made this list though
0: Aaron Rodgers reminds me a lot of uh old age Patrick Mahomes can move around outside and inside the pocket and just make the craziest throws and he still did a lot of that this season he still played hard and he saw his heart and he is still the leader of the Packers I don't care who or when he is where he is the leader of your football team they went 13 and 3 and got the second seed home field advantage don't forget that my next honorable mention is Dallas Cowboys offensive tackle Tyron Smith We talked a little bit about the Colts' offensive line. we got to talk about the Cowboys' offensive line year in and year out. Consistently, one of the best offensive lines in football. And Tyron Smith, in my opinion, is the best offensive lineman on that line, which is another reason why Ezekiel Elliott is so high-powered because of Tyron Smith's leadership up front. At number 14, moving on, a player I've been very, very high on all season. I'm happy to say he's in my top 15. Detroit Lions cornerback Darius Slay, the only And yes, the only good part about this Lions team, the anchor head of a pretty shoddy defense, but this kid still shows up, covers half the field all by himself. If you throw that ball 20 yards near Darius Slade, that ball is getting on his fingers. You already know that he is an athletic kid. He has heart. He has integrity. And hopefully, again, this is another player that can continue to move up on my list. At number 13, we have Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones. Julio Jones is a player that actually went kind of under the radar this season, but no one has forgotten how good this kid is. And he was still only just a couple of yards short from another 1,400 yard receiving season.
1: He was number two in receiving yards, and almost nobody talks about it this season. Mostly because every year he puts those stats up, and if he doesn't put up over 1,500 yards, then nobody's
0: really going to talk about him. But 1,400 yards, that's pretty impressive. In the past, we always talked about how we can't find the end zone. Well, guess what? This year, he found the end zone. Again, I've said this about a couple of different teams. Julio Jones probably the only good thing about the Falcons' season, and this is a player that will definitely move up that season. Yeah. At number twelve, we have the NFL sack king, Tampa Bay edge rusher Shaquille Barrett, destroyed NFL offensive lines all year long. A very, very surprising player this season. No one really expected Shaq to come out and play the way he did at the level he did. And to have him at number 12 is insane because he wasn't even in the top 100 last year. So good for him. At number 11, we have Kansas City Chiefs tight end and easily the best tight end of football, Travis Kelsey. Leaps and bounds better than any other tight end in the league. A monster, showed up for the Super Bowl, shows up when it matters, gets in the end zone, and is a fantasy genius. Saved my season multiple times. Thank you, Travis. At number 10, cracking the top 10. We have Seattle Seahawks stud, Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner is always a monster. You know He was on a great team. He's another player we don't talk about as much, but he's still one of the most athletic kids in the NFL. Still a 99 overall rating in Madden. Don't forget this. He is a monster and the spearhead of a pretty good Seattle Seahawks defense. My next honorable mention is someone who's really surprising is not on this list. And, you know... He probably didn't deserve to make this list. He didn't have that great of a season, but you know, still a great monster, still a spearhead of a pretty good defense, and that's Chicago Bears outside linebacker Khalil Mack. He had a down season. I was looking at his stats earlier. It was surprising,
1: I thought, because of his stats, that he didn't play all 16 games. He had just as many tackles as he had last year, and he played three less games. So down year for him, but I definitely see him coming back and having a good season
0: next year. The consistent argument has always been Khalil Mack or Von Miller, and that was my argument here, Uh, And I just ended up going Mac. Spoiler alert, is on my list. Coming in at number nine, single digits, we have my favorite offensive lineman in the NFL, and that's Ravens guard Marshall Yanda. Okay. Lamar Jackson didn't just eclipse the numbers he had just because he's athletic. No, he did it because his offensive line can block. This kid is a monster up front, gave Lamar Jackson time. Even when he scrambled out of the pocket, you see Marshall Yonder running towards and trying to lead block for Jackson. This is a kid with heart, kid with hunger, and he's ready to see his team win football games. And the Ravens owe a lot to this kid. Coming in at number 8, we have another 99 overall rated player in Madden, and that's Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald. Another kind of down season with Donald, which is insane because he was in the defensive player of the year conversation, which is crazy to think that he had a down year when he still had amazing stats. At a defensive tackle, when you're consistently eclipsing 8 sacks a season, that is impressive.
1: He led the league in tackles for loss of 24 this season. Insane. And he was overlooked, I I can't believe it when you're leading the league and tackles for loss. This
0: is a huge statistic for
1: defensive tackles.
0: He is my second-rated defensive player on my list, and as he should be, he is a monster. At number seven, we have a stud single-handedly put his entire team on his back to go towards the conference game and that's tennessee titans running back derrick henry this is a kid who had kind of a slow start to the season as he usually does but once he gets going he gets going he's a steam train that just cannot be stopped an absolute monster and hopefully the titans re-sign him to a great contract so he can come back and lead this team to the playoffs again next season Number six, we have the Super Bowl MVP, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Did not quite make my top five, and the reason for that is he got injured. Didn't play all 16 games, which is sad, because he'd be up there with Lamar Jackson in the MVP conversation if, you know, he played all 16 games. But sadly, he got injured, still led his team to a Super Bowl victory, and this kid deserves even more championships moving forward. If he played all 16 games, I think he would have gotten back-to-back MVPs. For me, he's the most electric player in the NFL. I love watching this kid play. He's fun. If he keeps going, best quarterback in NFL history I can see. Cracking my top five, the best running back in football, Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey. Until the Panthers dropped off in a terrifying way, he was in the conversation for MVP. And at running back, when you're in that conversation consistently until your team starts failing on all sides of the ball, you're a monster. This is an all-purpose kid. He does all everything he runs up the middle he runs off the sides he catches balls he gets into the end zone he scores touchdowns and he consistently gets more than 50 fantasy points every week he is an all-purpose player elusive and a leader so again this is a kid that in the top five can move up next season i'm excited to watch this kid keep playing and finally my last honorable mention we have houston texans tackle laramie Tunstall. this is another kid who got traded around the beginning of the season to a different team and spearheaded a pretty explosive offensive line so laramie Tunsil is a great player just didn't quite crack my top 25 Coming in at number four is the best defensive player in the 2019 NFL season, and that is New England Patriots defensive back Stephon Gilmore. Won the defensive player of the year award and well-deserved. Patriots had the best defense in the NFL this year, and Stephon Gilmore was the best defensive player on that team. Top five player in the NFL. Yeah. Amazing player. You know, he's been good his whole career, but this season just something clicked in him, and he just broke out. Coming in my top three, we have the Seattle Seahawks quarterback, Russell Wilson. Another kid that was in MVP conversation all season long led his team to a lot of surprising victories and just another athletic electric stud that you love to watch in the backfield. Always moving around, always completing passes. Russell Wilson's been in my top five quarterbacks since the day he was drafted and now he's my number three rated NFL player. So congratulations, Russell. You've come a long way. Coming in at number two, we have the reception king, Mm. Michael Thomas. Shattering records out here, 149 receptions, breaking the previous NFL record of, I believe it was 144. 1,700-plus receiving yards. What a stud. Even when Drew Brees was out, Teddy was looking his way. He continued to lead his team, and he was the New Orleans Saint. The Saint for the Saints. Good job, Michael Thomas. And coming in at number one, if you can't guess it, I don't know what you're thinking about. That is Baltimore Ravens MVP quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Do I think he's the best player in the NFL? Actually, no. But he was for the 2019 NFL season, and that's why he won the MVP. What a monster. You know, he broke the quarterback single season rushing record which is just a whole new feat. We talked about Marshall Yonda a little bit early, making it possible. You know, it was a team effort, great defense. This is a powerful team, and I'm excited to see what they can do next season. He has a lot to work on for his game, but the second ever undisputed MVP, that's got to stand for something, and until he proves me otherwise, he is the number one player in the NFL.
1: If you're in the same category with Tom Brady, You definitely are one of this is one of the best seasons I've ever seen from a quarterback. But now it's about what are you gonna do next season? Cam Newton won the MVP and he didn't do anything really since then. So right now, Lamar Jackson, he's gonna have to start focusing on that twenty twenty season. And even though he had a great season, this is pretty much because this is his first starting season. This next season is his sophomore year, I would consider. He has to have a good season, but I think he's going to come back another 1,000 yards, get his passing yards up there, still good in the red zone. I think he'll have a good season next season. Now I got my top 25 for the 2020 season. A couple of these guys had pretty good seasons, didn't quite make your top 25, and a couple of guys that made your top 25 that didn't even make my list. So let's start out with number 25. You mentioned him on your mentionables, and I'm going to say Khalil Mack number 25 he's gonna have to be on this list Just because of the Chicago Bears, and they are a defensive-heavy team, it all depends what they're going to do with the quarterback position and how well they do. But this guy, he is the center of that Bears defense. He got under 10 sacks, I believe, this season. He's going to get 15-plus sacks again. He's going to be in the defensive player of the year conversation next year. He is going to get to the Bears' 8-plus wins next year. That defense was kind of low. I mean, it was good at the beginning of the season, but then kind of fell off in the 2019 season. But I can definitely see Khalil Mack coming back having a good season, and building that Bears defense up to where it was in the 2018 season. I think this is a top 15 player minimum
0: that season. He's a monster. He had a down year. He's not going to let it
1: happen again. Number 24, he was on your list, Quentin Nelson. He is the rock of that Colts offense. Again, it depends what they do at quarterback, but that offensive line is fantastic for the Colts. And this guy, as far as being in the All-Pro And the Pro Bowl, he's gonna be the next Joe Thomas as far as one of the best offensive linemen in NFL history. Drafted in the first round, later in the first round in the 2018 NFL draft. And it's just been a stud. I think it's gonna be 10 or 15 years in a row of making the Pro Bowl. He's gonna make the All Pro at least 10 or 12 times. He's fantastic. He's gonna do great. Speaking of the NFL draft, I have a rookie. For next season on this list already. And Chase Young. Yeah, It doesn't matter where he's going. If the the Redskins draft him. I think he's going to do fantastic. 10 plus sacks. He's going to get in the backfield a lot. He's going to be fantastic against the run. And against the pass. Or even if the Redskins somehow trade down. Or they get someone else. I don't know. But wherever he goes. He's going to be explosive. I have heard from numerous sources, ESPN, NFL. He's going to be better than both Bosa brothers. So number 23 might actually be lower than what it might be next season. He, he might have a better season than Nick Bosa had for his rookie season. Watch
0: out for Chase Young. Hot take. He will definitely have a better season than Nick Bosa did this season. He'll be a top 10 player next year. Hot take. You heard it here first on Beyond a Blitz. Speaking of hot takes, I know,
1: it again, oh, by the way, we have a Twitter page, uh, kind of um, just a a segue here. (laughs) Uh, On our Twitter page, please comment, post, whatever, just against this, because I think this is going to be a really big one here. Number 22, Jameis Winston. I'm out. I think he's going to be one of the better quarterbacks next year. He just got LASIK eye surgery. We talked about that. And 5,000, I just can't overlook 5,000 yards. Again, we look at Carson Palmer, his first year through 20-plus interceptions for the Arizona Cardinals under Bruce Arians. Came back next year through under 10. I think that Jameis Winston can do that, put up the stats he did, under 15 interceptions next season. I think he'll be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL next year, top five, and in the MVP
0: conversation. I am now taking applications to replace my co-host, Justin Rogers, over here because I think he's off his rocker and he needs some help. What? Jameis went? No, he's going to be benched by week six next season.
1: Okay. Hey, I was right about the Bills almost winning the AFC East, so...
0: If the know. Buccaneers had even a half-competent quarterback, that would have been a playoff team. Okay.
1: Now we got number 21, a rookie from the 2019 season for a underwhelming Raiders team. I'm going to put Max Crosby at number 21 here on this list. I think he's going to have a Shaq Barrett-like season. Let's not forget, he had 19 tackles for loss. Top 5, I believe, or top 7 in tackles for loss. Had 10 sacks. I think 15 plus sacks, 20 plus tackles for loss. He's going to be the anchor of this Raiders defense and a team that might compete, even if they don't compete, he's gonna put up stats. He's gonna be in the Defensive Player of the Year conversation for the Las Vegas Raiders. And now we go with my first honorable mention. I know, Brandon, you're probably not gonna be a huge fan of this, but my first honorable mention is Julio Jones. I just think that he might have a down year next season Uh, for whatever reason, um, whether it's Matt Ryan not having too good of a season or maybe not relying on the running game, I don't know. Even though he didn't make this list, he would definitely be number 26. Julio Jones, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL in NFL history. If he retired in the next couple of years, he would be a Hall of Famer. No doubt transcended the receiver category for the NFL. Now we go to number 20, uh, another receiver. Number 20, Chris Godwin. I'm putting him up there. Uh, If Jameis Winston has a great season next year or if they get another quarterback, I think Chris Godwin is going to be the main target. He was a very big surprise. I was actually surprised that no Buccaneer receiver made your list, either Mike Evans or Chris Godwin, because they both have fantastic seasons, both top five in receiving yards on both top three in fantasy. So definitely both of them have changed my fantasy season this past season. I think Chris Godwin's gonna become one of the maybe not the greatest NFL receivers of all time. He's gonna be one of the better receivers next year.
0: It's really funny to think that you believe more in Chris Godwin than Mike Evans. Unless you have Mike Evans higher up on your list. I don't know, I haven't seen your list, but two Buccaneers receivers, you know it's a one two punch, very dangerous. And now number nineteen, I'm
1: gonna you mention him on your list. I have him lower on this list for next year. The anchor of the Seattle Seahawks defense, Bobby Wagner. Now that Luke Keekley's out of the NFL, he is the best middle linebacker in the NFL. He already was. I think Luke Keekley was better, but that's just my opinion. Again, you know, uh, everyone who listens to me on the Blitz knows I love to make bold opinions. Anyway, with Bobby Wagner, again the anchor of the Seahawks defense. He can. He has rallied that Seahawks defense around him. Ever since they lost the Legion of Boom, they haven't really had anything in the secondary. I mean, Griffin has showed up for that secondary, but that defense definitely surrounded behind Bobby Wagner this past season. I think they're going to do it next season as well. Number 18, I know you said this is the best tight end in the NFL, but I'm going to put him at number 18 here. Travis Kelsey he is the best weapon on the Kansas City Chiefs Tyreek Hill is right there but also I mean Pat Mahomes, he is the offense, but weapons that he has to throw to, I would say Travis Kelsey. I mean, if you can catch the ball and just run through guys, and also if a tight end can have the ball directly snap to him and then him just run right down the middle and run through guys for a first down, you have my vote as one of the best tight ends in the NFL. Now number 17, the defensive player of the year last year, Stephon Gilmore, one of the best corners in the NFL last season and he will be in the 2020 season. Stephon Gilmore shut down almost everyone, everyone he played against. I mean, it had six interceptions, two touchdowns returned off of interceptions and one of the worst completion percentages and one of the worst quarterback ratings against a cornerback so i think he's gonna do great and a patriots team that might struggle on the 2020 season but that defense will be anchored by the new england patriots cornerback stefan gilmore number 16 a running back that had a good year but a down year for a team that had a coach for way too long, and that is Ezekiel Elliott. I think Mike McCarthy is going to bring this Cowboys offense back to what it's supposed to be, and that is going to be behind Give Zeke the Ball. And It depends what they do and if they bring Amari Cooper back or not, but they're going to have to run the ball. This guy is one of the best running backs in the NFL. If you draft this guy over Jalen Ramsey, he has to be one of the best running backs in the NFL. And he has proved it over a thousand yards almost every year he's been in the NFL. Like you said about Tyron Smith at the tackle position, they have one of the best offensive lines, maybe right behind the Indianapolis Colts offensive lines. But because of that great offensive line and just his skills at the running back position, I think he'll be a top three running back next season. And how about another honorable mention? This one's gonna be kind of a shocker, but I think he'll be one of the best safeties in the NFL next year. Buddha Baker, the safety hmm. for the Arizona Cardinals, had over a 180- hundred tackles this season a couple of tackles for loss not as many turnovers but I can definitely see him getting some interceptions in the back end that team is starting to form around Cliff Kingsbury and what their identity is and I think that yes you did have Chandler Jones and one of the sack leaders in the NFL but in the back end nobody really talked about Buda Baker at all because of Patrick Peterson being off the field for a little bit because of some off the field issues and then him coming back and I mean nobody really talked about this Defense, except for Chandler Jones, but I'm definitely would put Buddha Baker's one of the better safeties in the NFL next year.
0: Interesting, I go with Chandler Jones over Buddha, but
1: yeah, we'll see. But this is 2020 though, so you never know. Yep. And now number 15, a guy who was injured for a lot of the season in 2019, and I'm gonna have to put J.J. Watt on this list and you could argue and I would I could argue as well that he could be higher on this list but he's been defensive player of the year what 3 times and I don't think you could have an argument that He won't be in that conversation next year. We saw in that game against the Bills, sure, he struggled for three quarters, but in that fourth quarter, he came up with sacks. He came up with turnovers. The reason, one of the biggest reasons why they won that game against the Bills and moved to the divisional round was because of J.J. Watt. And he showed, this is what I'm going to bring to the table in 2020, and I believe he'll be one of the best pass rushers next year.
0: J.J. Watt's one of my favorite players in the NFL, which is why it was hard to not even have him in my honorable mentions, but, you know, he's just not the same player he was when he won. Three defensive player of the year awards he is still a monster he's still the leader of that Texans defense but he's never going to be the same after those injuries
1: and now at number 14 we're going to talk about his brother a little bit T.J. Watt back what to back. a season this man had for the Pittsburgh Steelers again when we're talking about when I talk about top 25 players I'm talking about people that are anchors for their teams people that improve their team and that is TJ Watt one of the better players on the Steelers defense he stepped up this season as far as getting sacks and man he's just like his brother he can swat the ball down create turnovers and the Steelers defense greatly improved because of his pass rushing and I think he's going to do way better and be higher up in the defensive player of the year standings for next year Number 13, I think the best tight end in the NFL, George Kittle. Wow. Again, yes, I think that. And the main reason I think that was he was one of the reasons why they won that game against the Saints in the regular season. The fact that he just went and smashed in the guys and just torpedoed well, into definitely. them and went 10 yards. And Nothing against Travis Kelsey. He's fantastic. They're both big physical specimens who can transform an offense, but... George Kittle, he's young. He is a fantastic receiver. I mean, everything that you said about George Kittle, I'm just going to say ditto to all of that. (laughs) Fantastic blocker, can catch the ball. Very physical after the catch. You cannot put a linebacker on him. You cannot put a safety on him because he's so physical and he will grab that ball from them. Number 12, I'm going to say one of the best, if not the best safety in the NFL, Minka Fitzpatrick. Again, he transformed that Steelers defense from being average in the secondary to being one of the best secondaries in the NFL creating turnovers I think with the quarterback situation in Pittsburgh he, he's going to have to be the anchor and the strength of that team and he's going to help that defense be a top five defense for another year again one of the best trades in the NFL in 2019 if not for all time and again the Steelers they just got a fantastic player in Minka Fitzpatrick And number 11, I'm going to put the MVP of the 2019 season, Lamar Jackson. He's not making my top 10, mostly because I think defenses... I mean, okay, everybody said this about the 2019 season. Everybody was wrong. Everybody's going to figure out Lamar Jackson and their offense and how they can run. But in my opinion, I think there are teams that are going to figure out Lamar Jackson. I think when you force Lamar Jackson to throw the ball, he's not the most accurate quarterback he doesn't have the strongest arm but again great passer one of the best seasons in 2019 and that's why he was number one on your list that's why he won the MVP for the 2019 season Uh, Lamar Jackson he's going to lead that team to another AFC North title I could say and possibly going to the Super Bowl because he's dynamic it's hard to game plan for him and it's because of him that they had a great season and that they'll have another good season in 2020. And now another honorable mention, I have to put Josh Jacobs on this list. (laughs) I think he's going to be one of the better running backs next season. I couldn't agree with that. Because he's going to, just like I said, Max Crosby is going to be the defense for the Raiders. Josh Jacobs is going to be the offense for the Raiders. It's possible they trade Derek Carr and they get a rookie quarterback. It's possible because it's John Gruden. He can do whatever he wants for that franchise. And again, like you said last year with your very bold prediction of them training up and getting DK Metcalf, (laughs) they could do something like that again. And so I think Josh Jacobs snubbed for the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Nothing against Kyler Murray. Again, he had a good season for a rookie, but so did Josh Jacobs. I think he's going to get over 1,500 yards. He's going to get the rock a lot if the Raiders are smart.
0: This is a team that can make the playoffs next year. Look out for the Raiders.
1: Number 10, another wide receiver on my list, DeAndre Hopkins. I think he had a down year last year for whatever reason, but he's going to come back stronger than ever. The fact that you have a great quarterback in Deshaun Watson to throw you the rock and also he can just high point the ball. You he you can just throw it anywhere in his vicinity. He'll come up with it, put two feet down, and just make fantastic catches. I remember the one catch that didn't count that he had uh I forget who it was against in the twenty eighteen season where he put it between his legs. He's just a again <laughs> yeah. a physical specimen who can catch the ball from any point. It doesn't sometimes it doesn't even matter who's throwing the ball. He'll just high point it and get the ball. Top three Wide receiver in the NFL next season. Easily. Every season. And number nine, the defensive rookie of the year is coming into my top 10, Nick Bosa. The best player on that 49ers team on the defensive side of the ball, I would say. And he disrupted, disrupted that Chiefs offense almost to the point of winning the Super Bowl. Like you said, he would have been the Super Bowl MVP if the 49ers would have won that game. Fantastic pass rusher. He's going to get better than his brother, not at the point of his brother right now, but he's going to take the quarterback to the ground. And there's going to be a lot of teams that they're going to specifically plan for Nick Bosa. And that's why he'll be in the running for defensive player of the year next year. Number eight, one of the better running backs in the NFL, one of the guys who possibly could have won Offensive Player of the Year in 2019, Christian McCaffrey. Whoever his quarterback is, this offense, like I said about the Cowboys offense, it's funny how these two teams are kind of similar in that new coaches are coming in with star running backs. And just like I said with the Dallas Cowboys, I'm going to say this for the Carolina Panthers, run the ball with Christian McCaffrey. I don't, He's a shifty back. He is a shifty back who can run the ball, catch the ball, do whatever it takes to win games. I don't, Definitely. I don't think the Carolina Panthers will have a great season next year, but statistically, I think Christian McCaffrey will have a fantastic season. All right, number seven. This one's probably going to shock you a little bit, but the best corner of the 2020 season will be Trey White. I think Tradavius White, uh, coming out of LSU, is a fantastic player. Again, just like Stephon Gilmore, um, one of the lowest QB ratings against in the 2019 season. I think he's going to improve uh, as he is. I mean, he's only been in the league for three years, and he's still one of the best corners in the league. He's just going to get better. He's going to be there as one of the best corners in the NFL. And just missing my top five is going to be Aaron Donald. Again, snubbed as one of the better defensive tackles nobody really looked at him had 24 tackles for loss I think he's going to be up there in sacks up there in tackles for loss and he's going to be one of the reasons why the Rams have a I would say a 49er like transformation and you know barely making the playoffs but then coming back and just getting 12 maybe even 13 wins they have to figure out the offense a little bit but Aaron Donald a monster you cannot deny it ever And my last honorable mention, um, sad he didn't make the list, but Aaron Rodgers, um, I'm just... I just don't know if he is going to have a fantastic season next season, Um, but he's going to lead this Packers offense And what they do. They need to add some receivers. It all depends on what they do in the offseason. With all of these picks that I'm making, it all depends what teams do in the offseason, whether it's get somebody in free agency or go in the draft. I'm going to have to put Aaron Rodgers there, but still a fantastic quarterback.
0: Let's not forget these are honorable mentions. We're not hating on these players who didn't make the list.
1: They are studs. Yes. Number five, he was injured this season 2018 one of the best running backs in the NFL Saquon Barkley he's a top five player in the NFL when he's healthy again like I said with Christian McCaffrey like I said with Ezekiel Elliott when you are a running back that the offense can be built around you're going to be on my top 25 no matter what so again one of the best physical specimens in the NFL he can run he can catch he can block he can do it all Saquon Barkley Number four, he was number two on your list. He's going to be number four on my list, Michael Thomas. It doesn't matter who the Saints quarterback is next year. I saw with both even even Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill threw him the ball, and he caught it. Teddy Bridgewater threw him the ball, and he caught it drew Brees threw in the ball he caught it doesn't matter if drew Brees retires doesn't matter if tay bridgewater leaves doesn't matter if taysom hills or quarterback he's going to catch the ball he'll get receptions and he will be a monster with the ball when he gets the ball in his hands number three my prediction for the defensive player of the year is joey bosa and he had a good statistical year but didn't really get much mention at all maybe he was overshadowed by his brother a little bit maybe, but I think he's going to have a great year for um Chargers team that might not have a good season next year, but he's going to have a great statistical season. He'll be up there in the defensive player of the year.
0: Nothing against Joey Boza, but top five?
1: Yeah. Huh. I like putting guys high, and I think he, again, is one of the better defensive players in the NFL. All right, so number two, Russell Wilson. You put him high. You put him at number three in yours. I'm going to put him at number two in mine because he is the Seattle Seahawks offense. I mean, he had Marshall Lynch to lean on early in his career, but now he's learning how to be a complete quarterback, not solely to rely on his legs all the time, but sometimes stay in the pocket, throw the ball away when he needs to, and he is a clutch, if not the clutchest quarterback in the NFL right behind my number one player next year, and that's going to be Patrick Mahomes. I think if he has a full healthy season he's going to win his second mvp award yeah i agree with that and he won you saw that when he won the super bowl mvp despite throwing two interceptions and he's going to have one of the best seasons of his career in 2020 the
0: chiefs would not have had that comeback it weren't for him yes thank you very much for listening in everybody this is all the time we have today please be sure to tune in next friday for a brand new episode of beyond the blitz and please be sure if you haven't already go and follow our brand new twitter page That is beyond underscore blitz. But for now, stay purple. This has been Beyond the Blitz.